0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I'm your host, Tyler.
1: I am uh, the co-host known as Till, and I got it right.
0: Uh-huh. RWD is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void.
1: Scream is coming. Many Be weeks careful. About, Watch out.
0: Um, various, aspects, <laughs> various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Things are still hard out there. Yep.
1: Thank as you. Well, they should are... be. There's a lot of things going on. So yes,
0: there's a lot of things going on, and I uh, commend those still working hard mm-hmm. to to address those problems, wide and various as they are. Yes, very much um, so. And people putting their money where the mouth is and donating, even if they don't have the strength and will to address those problems directly. Um, and people willing to have you know hard conversations with people. My wife, for example, yesterday uh you know called her mom Uh (laughs) uh-oh and uh it was just like yelling about how about you know about how mom Mm -hmm. does and says some things that are bad Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: for like an hour Mm -hmm. Yep,
1: i've I've had those conversations with my parents and you know it's not easy
0: I uh, i just send my mom links of police brutality oh god (laughs) via text just hey here's some that's what i do because uh my mom my mom's pretty good about her uh you know she's not she's not i I think my mom is is vaguely it's just there at the edges of fringes like she doesn't know she's racist it's only in the really small ways um so she doesn't have a lot of work to do my dad though you know He's pretty overly racist and that's a problem generally speaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like uh, I'm just glad about people who are out there doing the hard work everybody so I'm not gonna go on a big long thing like we did last time we're here we're gonna do the show we're gonna try to have some bright spots in the week um, you know because I think we need some some stars amongst the darkness and we believe it or not are a tiny little star tiny little star in the darkness
1: I like to think of us as like like a, like a what it, a white dwarf.
0: Yeah, but Just those uh,
1: super super hot and super super small.
0: Are those right before or after collapsing from a supernova? I don't remember ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that they would come after.
0: I'm gonna look up star white dwarf life cycle. Star is what stars like the sun become after they've exhausted their fuel. So you're saying we're already done? Yeah. Okay, that's good. But but we're really really hot. Uh, we are creating a planetary nebula. Yeah. Only the hot core of the star remains.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be a gas giant. I mean, you know. Everybody loves Nebula. Yeah. Well, no. More. Everyone loves Gamora. No one likes Nebula.
0: Well, what's the actress who plays Nebula? Karen Gillian. Karen Gillian.
1: Gillian. Gillian. Gillian.
0: Gillian. B-I-L-L-A-N.
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah. Everybody loves her.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, all right. So we uh, <clears throat> last week we discussed Theros and fear bulgs. And uh, I had thought we were into a Theros part too, but neither of us has taken the opportunity to go too far into it. So I don't want to be uh, just talking out of our asses. You know, yeah. We don't want to make up shit about gods. No. We, uh, we I mean, like we don't want to be on their bad side. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so we're just going to do some things that we are experts in, or at least have direct knowledge in.
1: Yes. Uh, I was going to say direct knowledge, uh, experts, different story.
0: I'm an expert. Uh, we recently, we've wh- how many weeks into this campaign? How many sessions into our current campaign are we?
1: Ten. I think you've run ten sessions. Ten. So twenty weeks plus any time we've taken off. No, well, and no, we ran. And we ran a couple back to back to back. Doesn't really matter how
0: like the actual week. Just like ten sessions. But I, I think it's I think it's about ten sessions thereabouts. Um, excuse me. And it's been
1: a journey. It it has. Uh, it it hasn't actually been a journey we've not traveled far at all
0: literally haven't gone very far
1: <laughs> no no we are literally within the same 30 like square mile 30 day travel of where we started
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and that's part of that's part of what I want to get into but i, I just want to really talk about um uh the the and the you know, our players know this we've had lots of discussions about this so we're going to kind of talk about how we've discussed and moved on from this is yes. a um a sort of unwillingness in the party to engage with each other Mm -hmm. and how that affects the story. Yes. So I'm going to share the one of the more recent anecdotes um, that kind of, that I feel really encapsulated this problem. Go get them. So you guys were being harassed by a version of a night hag Mm -hmm. who can enter people's dreams and reduce their max hit points. Yep, which doesn't go away until you get like you know restored or whatever.
1: Great restoration or wish. Yep. Yes.
0: Uh, so she was affecting all of you.
1: Uh, just to point out, we're level. We were level five at that five. time. Yes. So this, so was, this no, was getting. Bad. There's no great restoration for us. Correct. Can't it, do was,
0: that. it was a. It was a find or deal with this creature before we die kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you 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 sort of found her physical form, fought her. She escaped, and then. Everybody was worried that we were still going to have this nightmare problem. Mm -hmm. The, The immediate night afterwards, only one player in the party had a nightmare with her. She affected that player. Even in that player's nightmare said to them, oh, I only have to kill you to really deal with this party. Your character stayed up all night, yep. intent on not going to sleep
1: and rather being exhausted than losing max hit points. Because, so because we were we knew we were going to a fight the next day. That was our intended goal. So right. I didn't want to have reduced hit points going into the fight. I'd rather take the disadvantage on skill checks.
0: Everybody else in the party, which at the time was only two of our other players because somebody missed a session, just goes to sleep. Yep. Cue the next morning. Those two players feel fine. You are exhausted, but not max hit point drain. Other players, max hit point drain. No one tells anyone anything. No one says to each other, hey, I didn't have nightmares. No one mm-hmm. tells you, hey, I didn't have nightmares. Mm-hmm. The person who did says, I still did. No one did that. So no one knew what was going on the entire day. Nope. No one knew for that day and the following day that your your cleric, the one being affected, was almost dead
1: yeah very close
0: he was he was down to what like 16, 16 max hit
1: points i think yes well after the second night yeah
0: yeah like he, he just he went so you know conveniently discover a way to protect himself and you finally engage again with it with the night hag like in a dream version get into a big fight it's cool it's fun everybody has a great time he didn't tell anybody the entire time that he mm-hmm. was like two inches from death the entire yep. session. So this, so this poor communication was really a problem, mm-hmm. and I can't still now. Still having art, having resolved this problem in the in the chat and in the party, I still don't know why this happened.
1: So I agree that I don't know why. Like if you had done that to my character, I think I would have. I, I'm. I'm a bit more secretive, and I should have never made this character in the first place. It's a terrible idea for this group <laughs> um, but I would have been secretive about it to a point. I still would have said, I need help because I don't want to die. So kind of what I was thinking would happen. so I think that that the character that got affected though uh stayed silent because he didn't want to be a burden on anyone else. He was so focused on making sure everyone else was okay. He didn't care if he was not okay.
0: He was so willing to just die. Yep. That he wouldn't have us worry about him. Right. So there's part of it where I get that. So the cleric, he's kind of, he's kind of like your reluctant leader. He's reticent. The person in general. Um, And he, and he, I get that where he, maybe he doesn't tell you, hey, guys, I'm about to fucking die. Mm-hmm. But by not sharing that he was still being affected, he everybody else was led to believe that no one was being affected. And this was just... Everything was A-OK. Mm-hmm. Conversely, everybody being A-OK, not telling him, didn't inform him that he was being singled out. <laughs> right? Yep. So it, it really led the party to a dangerous position. So the problem we were having was that this poor communication, the part of the party in terms of technical stuff, like max HP, what's happening, blah, 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 was putting the party in danger. Yes. So do we think this is a common problem? Um,
1: you know, honestly, just thinking of the various groups I've been in, I don't think I've ever been in a group that communicated less (laughs) less <laughs> even with this same group of people that's another part of it for some reason this group of people with this party composition seems completely disinterested in each other
0: mind you we played in person and online it's kind of a, it kind of yeah this, pro- this problem was both
1: yeah um i th- will say that i feel like it's gotten worse but it's gotten better
0: the most you know, now it's gotten
1: project. better. Yes, yes, yes. now so it's we, gotten better.
0: So we had this problem, and we're we're talking about this now because uh, I want to sh- you know share with people how maybe how to overcome this. And I spoke directly to the cleric. I like we were we were playing video games and we were voice chatting. and I was like, why did you do this? Um, you know how did this happen? And I texted you separately as well, like why did this happen? Um and you both kind of had the same thought of I just need to address the group directly, like, hey, this was bad of us. Well, why did we do this? um and the the, what what ended up happening was there was like this direct chat of why did we do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which wasn't necessarily like super super helpful it was more of a oh wow that mic almost fell down it was really just a get it out there like open up uh, a line of communication of about uh, sort of your your struggles in the party and unwillingness to communicate and then what ended up happening and the solution to that and this seems like an obvious solution now. I didn't think it would work out that well. It's been pretty fine. Was creating a exclusive like a I want a chat exclusively for talking about the content of the game outside the game. Like mm-hmm. we had a group chat before, but it devolves into debauchery all the time. And now we have one exclusively. Like if we're not talking about the 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 game, you get out of there. Yep. And that has enabled people, at least outside the game, to really like. Kind of, ask questions after the game or before the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I there was a attention addressed to the fact, like a direct adult communication, which I was very happy about. That said, hey, we can't afford to do this. So when the next session happened, um, two weeks ago, almost. What What did you think of it?
1: Well, um, it's a bit of a skewed example because instead of missing one person, we were missing two people. The next session, yeah, we
0: were missing two people.
1: Um. So, but of the people there. Uh, You know, we had some great RP. We got some more backstory, more information on people. Um, But and I've said this before. I think the main issue with this group, as opposed to other groups, is that nobody's really talking about themselves or their past because there's nothing to talk about. Nobody has an elaborate backstory or history that they can dive into.
0: Which is fascinating because at least three people in the party have sent me something mm-hmm. about their backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a fourth person has sent me a little bit as well. And I was I was actually on a walk with the dog this morning, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, thinking to myself, wait a minute. At the beginning of the campaign, I gave players an option to take a, a magical, magical healing resistant facial scar Mm-hmm. I gave them advantage on intimidation, but disadvantage on persuasion. That was an option you could take because the world's kind of dark. Yeah, two people took it, right?
1: Two or three, possibly.
0: You're bringing you're you're emphasizing my point here. No one talks about the magical facial scar they have on their face. No one uses it. But you still, like, if I if I was meeting a guy, talking to him, eventually it would come up, hey, what happened to your face? <laughs> Why do you have a giant scar on your face? So I, we... uh,
1: I honestly don't even ever remember it because no one ever uses it.
0: So what we're dealing with in our party, and I feel like this might be a big issue um, that some people deal with, it's just poor communication. That it, it, It's a little bit better now because we've called attention to it. But I want to kind of spitball some other ways we can get around it or solve it or how other people might get around it or solve it.
1: So uh, if, if I'm being direct and honest, I think part of the issue was we went straight from character creation to playing. We didn't give the time to really develop the characters. We just made them and started rolling. You think so. I, I think that we're, well, just I'm thinking about every other character that we've ever played with this group. And we've always had characters made in advance, backstories made in advance, or we as a group made them together in the case of the Elven family.
0: Well, we talked about this before in this session zero was in person. You all had the yeah. opportunity to make yeah. the characters together.
1: Yes. But, and, but instead of just ending it at session zero, we went right into playing.
0: My first session was great
1: though. I mean, every first session is great. It's brand new things. <laughs> it's exciting. It's new and exciting. <laughs> exciting, but we didn't take the time to actually develop anything before we started playing. So, so, why haven't people developed that afterwards since then? Go. I, I mean, I don't know. I had my shit made ahead of time, so I can't really answer that. So, what What do you
0: think we can do or people can do to incentivize, uh, the, the not that you have to have an elaborate backstory, but the relevant information to have so your character cares about what's going on?
1: Um, you know, I think that there should definitely be at least, uh, uh, a minimum, like, um how do I say this? The fucking character should be able to fill out a questionnaire about who they are. Like, my name is this. I'm from here. You know, you know, I what did would be this. great. You know the security
0: questions you get from a bank. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Those, but for your character. Yeah, and you, that's what I'm saying. You have to be able to answer some basic questions before you can start playing. Mother's maiden name. Yeah. Which street you grew up on as a child. Perfect.
0: Childhood best friend first concert you went to first pet, the, you know, first yeah, pet all these things yeah. that's actually really funny if there was like a like secure a version of D security questions that you have to fill out for your like 10 random questions mm-hmm. that you have to fill out for your character before i actually think play. this is really great i'm gonna put this together and send i think and send this to the group um before the next session because I actually think that's really fantastic mm-hmm. um not that you have to share those things but you have that information. Yeah. So that way when, in case when, it comes up. Exactly. When player X says to player Y, Hey, have you ever have you ever, you know, been in a church like this? And that player can go, Oh yeah, no, for sure. I was an orphan in a church, you know, or whatever.
1: Have, have you ever been in the mountains before? Well, actually I grew up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's a part that I think uh maybe our party is a little unwilling to improvise those things 100%. as well. And I think some I th- parties I, have that as an advantage that they're more willing to improvise.
1: I feel like people don't want to say something and then not remember it or regret saying it later. That's that's part of
0: it. I think it's I think it's twofold. I think you've you've hit the first one is there's an unwillingness to improvise because then you have to kind of hold on to it for a while. And the other one is maybe I maybe my as a as a as a DM, part of it is my fault in making the world so serious and matter so much because it's the same universe, right? So if you say, oh, no, my character grew up in Fartsville. Um, (laughs) I've I've told you before, like, as long as it's not the worst thing in the world, I'll fit it in. You probably don't want you probably feel bad later trying to obligate me to create Fartsville.
1: I think you're you're talking to the wrong group here. I feel like there are plenty of people that would not mind being from Fartsville and having you somehow put it on your map somewhere. No,
0: I honestly really believe that as much as our group is silly and like they would say that I think they don't because they they don't want to do that to me. I really I really feel that about our maybe, party. Maybe. Unless they, unless they think it would, fu- it would be funny. They might not want to do it to me. So there's a there's an element of seriousness that I think prevents improvisation. Because improvisation tends to be, not always, 100%, not always, tends to be on the sillier side. Mm-hmm. You don't tend to improv drama. Yeah. Unless you're an actual improv actor, right?
1: Uh, you know, that, well, that and I just... Uh... I feel like a vast majority of the group does not play the game for the drama. They play it for the fun of it, and so when you're improvising you do fun things.
0: Yeah, like there's there's a that's another unrelated point I suppose is is shouldn't the drama be fun? How do you make the drama fun? And I don't I don't really know the answer to that.
1: I don't know if I have, yeah, that's another topic for another time. I don't know if I have the answer to that one.
0: Um, so I just I really wanted to kind of you know throw it out there so everybody gets a sense of you know what we're doing and and you know we're just like every other party in that there's we're having communication problems and we're trying to overcome them um and I think people did a good job last week. there was some you got into a existential thing about how you're not the same person now that you were before, and whatever, and you, yeah, you really got into a great little deep discussion, which was nice um and and you guys sort of talked about your motivations a little bit motivations still remain a little mysterious i think mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. My, my recommendation for a lot of people if you're having these communication problems is at least try to do what we did just be adults and say hey i don't think this is working maybe we should address it
1: we we've talked don't... about this in previous uh sessions of the show you know be adults. being adults and communicating is how you get to the bottom of the shit
0: and i don't think anybody was bothered when we even brought it up no even to the one point where I was calling out, why don't we talk more about why don't we talk more about the campaign out of the campaign? The one player in our party says, you know, I'm kind of burnt out after we play D D. So mm-hmm. I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about it. And I said, Hey, I spend every waking moment of my life thinking about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. That kind of upsets me that you're so tired by it um and he you know he says this you know it's obviously not my intention to having fun blah, blah blah it was a very mature discussion back and forth about thoughts and feelings and nobody was bothered afterwards um but it was good to hear those things
1: so be adults is my yes. point. yeah so you know and i think that you know last session was better we'll see how this next session goes um when everyone's going to be there at least everyone's planning on being there we'll see if everyone We've actually shows feeling up feeling about this um I don't I, I haven't had a good feeling about any session so yeah I I echo I, that I, I, I have I, I just perpetually feel like this is this this is the one this this is when we're done You are you gonna die yeah you know I, I've said that the past I think four sessions
0: I I do have a feeling um you know as your dm and I, I think fellow dms out there can feel me on this I go into a lot of sessions with that like oh well if they do x y or z Boy, are they fucked. Um, Mm -hmm. But each session, you've all managed to look at, without knowing it, have looked at the options that I've made, X, Y, and Z, and every single fucking time, chosen a different option that I didn't
1: prepare for. We found double A and A, -A B. Every time.
0: A a non-Arabic numeral, a non-English letter, you've picked it. Yep. So I haven't been able to kill you, because you haven't chosen the deadly paths. You've made your own.
1: We haven't chosen the safe paths. We have trailblazed through this, or you've literally
0: gone to dangerous places and then left and
1: then gone back
0: i still don't fully
1: understand what the fuck happened there because he won't talk to me about it
0: no i know i know (laughs) all right uh so the point is uh adult mature conversations um we're gonna take a break and come right back
1: with i think more of this probably kind of kind of same, same idea we'll get we'll get into it just different group all right we're back oh it's hot oh. out there it is it is very hot out there supposed to be 90 and then like 93 tomorrow yeah we live in a part of the country where it's in the 90s right now which to yeah. us is hot hot yeah hot um but it's uh, supposed to storm for a couple days and then cool weather
0: i don't see i don't see rain in my air. Wow, sorry, in my area.
1: Well, then your area is somehow different from my area, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, my weather app is never right.
1: Yeah, I feel like mine is very hit or miss. Um, But yes, tomorrow I've got 50% chance of thunderstorms all day.
0: Oh, that means no rain.
1: Yes, I understand. 50%, 50%, that's nothing. That was like uh, Thursday last week. Um, it, It said, okay, all day you've got a... Fifty to six percent chance of rain. Sunshine the entire day. Yes, I I know I know this feeling. Instead, of I went out for a walk back, in the park, plan. and I had a great day. It was wonderful. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know, I know this feeling.
1: Yeah. All right. So speaking of foul weather, you know it's not wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are also having struggles in your separate other JV yes, group.
1: Yes, yes. Um, you know, uh, I think everyone has struggles. And Wait a minute, hold on. Before you do this. Is this just 2020? Is that just what's happening? Maybe. Okay. Um, actually, I don't get what you mean by that. It's just bad. Oh, oh, everything's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, no, but so this group is uh, comprised of mo- mostly newer players to the game. Uh, we've been playing for a while. We've played for three years now, I think. Um, and myself and one other person have been playing for much longer than that. Um, but generally, uh, uh, it's always, uh, you know, every session, every campaign has, you know, rough sessions. You know, we've talked about before, you know, DMs dealing out a beating to players every once in a while, um, whether it be the player's fault or not. Uh, but we've recently had a very, very rough couple of games where. Things just aren't going well. Um, we we seem to be at a, a bit of an impasse as to what to do, and every time we kind of make a decision, it seems like the wrong decision. Uh, and most recently in this in this last session, um, we were just resting in an abandoned village, which we've been in. We we know the we know the history of it. It's where one of our characters is from, uh, and. One of our parties on watch. They see movement outside, uh, and this leads to an encounter with a couple of uh, Shatterkai that are following us. Okay. Um, for those who don't know, the uninitiated, uh, those are Shadowfell elves. Uh, so not happy people, but you know whatever. Um, and uh, and yeah, so daylight. Bam's he spots one of them. Uh, he's a druid. He uses plant growth as an action to kind of trap her in, you know. And this, this Shatter Kai just is like, you know, the druid and a barbarian that we hired as mercenary approach to start fighting, and they're like, nope, and they just run away. They take the attack, opportunity attacks, and they just run. Because they, they don't want to fight. The, the Shatter Kai fleet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. just, it's just leaving. Yeah. Got it. Um, and so the everyone else wakes up we go out you know and you know uh, a bit of a, a bit of a scuffle ensues and within two rounds of everybody waking up and getting involved so two rounds of combat uh myself my barbarian character is on death's door and uh we see and myself and the person that got hit by this knew exactly what it was. Everyone else was kind of like confused, but we see, we are level eight, by the way. Uh, We see another Shatterkai show up from presumably invisibility uh, and blasted the druid with a solid good old finger of death. Nice. Uh, The druid saved, did not die. But as soon as that happened and, you know, me, the barbarian took, I think, 50 damage in one round from three attacks from a, necrotic chain whip of some kind that's fun uh i'm sitting there i'm like this we we can't win this there's there's no way unless your dm's nice i mean shit that's a seventh level spell which means that is a minimum 13th level caster and we're level eight right like this person could probably fly and rain fireballs on us all day without ever worrying about it or just even
0: antrip spells while flying
1: yeah yeah you know so So I'm I'm just I'm sitting there and like after you know eventually the the cleric's like whoa let's not fight let's be cool and you know they they said okay fine and the one that I was beating up on disappeared uh and the other one just kind of said you know we were just here to talk but you guys started the fight and now you know we know where you stand and fuck you guys and all this jazz. (laughs) Um and while we're talking with one the cleric hears something behind the house or near the back of the house that we were staying in but doesn't say anything doesn't do anything so eventually everybody the 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 wonderful uh Kai that easily could have killed us just walks away so we're not all dead and we go back uh to finish our rest and the paladin finds lo and behold our uh bag of holding is gone nice that had, you know, I think about eighteen or nineteen thousand gold, another two, three thousand platinum, a couple magic items, some jewels, you know, a very, a very full bag of holdings. Sure. Um, and it's just, and that's that, but that kind of thing has happened weeks in a row, where we've just getting been getting beat down and just, just, it's it's been uh, ongoing. Like we've not had a good day in a long time, so to speak. A good
0: in-game day, which yeah. has which has resulted in feel bad man session.
1: Exactly. So then we spend the rest of the night. We're resting, and uh, two of the people, the cleric and the paladin, have you know uh, they commune with their deities, and their deities each tell them effectively the same thing but different things. Like one's a dwarf, and the you know Morden's like, you know what you've been being a real bitch. You know, you got to step up your game and, you know, lead this party. Okay. Uh, sure. You know, you should go help your fellow dwarves that need your help. And the paladin's just like, hey, do you have that? The, the god's like, hey, do you have that fancy uh, artifact that I gave you, that mortar and pestle? He's like, well, that was actually in the bag of holding that got stolen. He's like, oh, so the enemy got it now. And it's just, just, just tore him down, just tore down the paladin. And yeah. then, and then after that, every RP encounter has just been tense and angry. Uh, yeah, I can feel that. Even in the party, like, I am a very stupid shifter barbarian. I am an, I'm an idiot. I have fun. Uh, I smash things. And everyone, you know, usually is laughing and enjoying it. But recently, it's been everyone just feels frustrated. And now they're getting mad at me and my character for not <laughs> taking things as seriously this um that specific anecdote you share it feels very it feels
0: like something that happens in you know uh, a fantasy book right mm-hmm. or a movie the 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 bag that we had of stuff gets it gets lifted by the yeah. bad guys we have to go chase the bad guys that's mm-hmm. that's a plot hook for an adventure yeah um but in D, if that happens you all immediately go wait a minute, why did no one have the bag on their person Mm -hmm. immediately? Like, Mm -hmm. that person is responsible for the bag, period. It should be on... You should have... While you're sleeping, it's in between your legs. When you're walking, it's attached to your body. Like, that's not a thing that you just leave behind. So when your DM says, oh, it gets stolen, it feels bad, man. Because, you know, as a player, you would would never put it at risk, right? Mm -hmm. But from a storytelling perspective it sounds like your DM wants you to go find these people and chase them down and get the mortar and pestle back and like fight some stuff. That's very much what it sounds like.
1: Yes, and that's been our plan for a while. We've been trying to accumulate allies to go fight these people that we also know are slavers and horrible people. Sure. But as soon as that wizard or sorcerer dropped finger of death, I'm like, we can't win this fight. That's not even the most powerful person in the group, and they're dropping that shit on us. Right. Which, which leads to, it does set you back,
0: right? You've lost some magic items and some wealth, so your goal of fighting these and become more powerful is, is set back a little bit. So that's really just a feels-bad moment, and feels-bad moments can really affect the entire session. Yeah, um, and the
1: campaign going forward, really.
0: Well, yeah, especially if it carries over and it makes you unable to do what you wanted in, in other sort of episodes, so to speak. It
1: feels like the end of The Fellowship where Gandalf dies, Boromir dies fucking everyone Dude, the, gets split the breaking
0: up of the fellowship the song in the soundtrack at that moment um yeah. is it makes me almost cry like it's that—that so that is
1: how bad. we feel right now
0: so having a couple bad sessions in a row and i think this is the thread of this entire episode really feels bad man it's like how do we how do we we right we yes. not yes. me course correct this fucking boat
1: yes you know how, how this is for dms and pcs how do we get back on track and make this, you know, it can be serious, but how do we make it fun again? Because it honestly hasn't been fun.
0: Right. So, um, a couple weeks ago, not a couple of sessions ago, I think like four sessions ago afterwards, I thought to myself, that was not the best that I'd ever done. That wasn't even good. Um, that was clearly not up. That was obviously, you know, that was a, a three out of 10 or a four out of 10, whatever. Like I mm-hmm. thought it wasn't great. I thought to myself, okay, well, one bad session totally fine well i i'll survive we'll survive we'll do better next time but having a couple bad ones in a row i think you really have to ask the question okay where where are we where is this not fun coming from is it because we're making we're we're like we're our characters making bad decisions or are we playing poorly or is our dm being a dick or is there just a luck element that no one no one can overcome Mm -hmm. right it's like when you go to fight totally balanced reasonable encounter the parties are all rolling ones. The bad guys are all rolling twenties and it just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. It feels bad. No matter what, like I'm doing my best. I'm using my abilities. I'm missing all my saves. I'm missing all my attacks. The enemies are beating us up. This isn't fun. Yeah. Cause the RNG is that. is not there for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So like where, where is the problem is the first question. How do we got to find, find out what the problem is and you're in it. So what do you think? Um,
1: there, there was definitely a lot of bad luck. Uh, in the entire session, uh, I probably rolled six times, uh, two of which were attacks with advantage, and my highest roll of the night was a fourteen. Like the, um, the number on the die, no, or the total, the total. Oh. No, my highest individual roll was a ten, just a die roll of a ten. Ouch. Uh, I rolled uh, at one point a single d10 roll that I made was higher than 3D20s plus 3. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely bad rolling, uh, at least on my part. The other guys uh, were rolling fair, you know, good and bad. Um, But yeah, uh, so that's definitely a part of it. I think another part of it is just that uh, it's a, a confluence of bad things for multiple characters. Normally, if one person's having a bad day, everyone else can cheer them up but it's a lot of bad for multiple people at the same time and that kind of makes it hard for everybody to cheer up the one person cuz you know also you what's up with
0: the cleric's not telling people shit the bad you know i hear something behind it, the
1: house it, in all, so that happened uh in the middle of essentially peace talks with this person that could easily kill us so i think he just didn't want to make it seemed like something bad was happening somewhere else so that somebody charges out there and gets into another fight. I think he was trying to play Peacekeeper in that situation.
0: Oh, well. Okay. Uh, And he did. Obviously,
1: the the session ended without us all dying, but it also ended without a great deal of money.
0: Wasn't the implication that Shatterkai took your stuff?
1: Yes, that is the definite implication.
0: So you didn't win that encounter. They won that encounter.
1: No, no, no. I didn't say we win. I said we survived.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. You you lost. Yes. Survival was a loss.
1: We lost but kept our lives. Oh, no. That's the thing. Like, it definitely feels... The last time we had a win was when we beat the shit out of that purple worm that we talked about three or four weeks back. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. that's the last win that we had as a group. And it was an unlikely win. A very unlikely win.
0: That could have been... Maybe the campaign is over and he's just trying to kill you.
1: But that was, like, a very high point like that was a great time that was a great session we had we had fun with the fight we got treasure afterwards uh oh speak which we could actually bear dig up we buried treasure so we can go dig that up i guess hey there you go yeah because we couldn't carry it all so we just we i think the dwarven cleric of the forge used the spell fabricate to take all the extra gold and literally turn it into a golden treasure chest that we buried
0: fantastic yeah go 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 get that baby
1: yeah So we might have to go do that. But um, but yeah, it's it's just it's been so long. How do you come back from that? Like is that on the DM to kind of bring us back and give us the op or at least provide the opportunities for us to bring it back? Yes, and we we, we need to have to carry it out. That's
0: exactly where the DM comes in. Is you come up with some options of hey, here's some things, and you guys either pick them up or you don't, Mm -hmm. which I I personally tend to internalize a lot of stuff, and if if I gave you like I've given you options and you all reject them. I, I feel that it bothers me when that happens, especially when I've given you options that could be fun. And you all like turn them down. Incidentally, you don't know that you're turning them down, but you do. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's really important that the DM plans out some good things. Yeah. Plan, plan out a fun fight, plan out a good treasure, plan out a good RP encounter and a fun NPC. Like yeah. have those things available that way, you know, when everybody's, you know, browbeaten and broken, you guys, you know, our cleric was at 16 hit points max and nobody's talking to each other. Nobody understands. So you guys go back to the place you were at before. Like you're lost. You go back to the, the, the house you were at and you find this like native American looking dude. Yeah. And you all, you go know, hallucinate and have visions. And I got everybody kind of on track. You got our one player involved. It gave everybody the answers you needed, or maybe it gave you some mysteries. Everybody felt a little bit better. Go to sleep. Bam. Crazy shit happens. Like, you know, having those things prepared, those little like course correction opportunities, mm-hmm. is very important for the DM. Now, shouldn't just be on the DM, obviously.
1: Because, boy, but can players be dumb? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know the DM makes the dinner; it's up to you to eat it. Hundred percent. It can lead a horse to water. Yeah. Um. I think the the one part in in
0: my experience that is always a, it's always a. Literally a killjoy, right? Is when someone in the party feels like they, you can tell they feel a bad, man. In real life, and that affects mm-hmm. their behavior in game. Yep. Like they, like they shut down, or they get mad, or they start yelling, or whatever it is. So it's really important to try and like manage those things or avoid those things altogether. Um, you know, we've talked about plenty of times in the past where when we played, we were teenagers. My brother would physically threaten violence with people, right? Huh. Yep. For over a game. Totally mm-hmm. not appropriate. Totally awful. Now, um, or when, same thing. When the when the RNGesus is getting you and you're having a poor time in combat, you being the royal you, not you, till, and you shut down and stop talking because like, oh, this sucks. That's not helping you mm-hmm. or anyone else. Yeah. So there's a part of it where the player is not like, okay, even if even if things are going badly, trying to maintain involvement in the game, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's a story. It's a shared story. It's not just about you. Yeah, 100%. So I think it's a shared responsibility thing, but mostly
1: just trying to find a way to, you
0: know,
1: raise some spirits here. Have a Have a good. Exactly. Have a good moment. You know, have a day at the hot springs. Just let it all soak away and be happy for a second.
0: Yeah. Some fucking some fucking like fun time bath episode, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, you gotta that's have a, a. That's a good point.
0: You got to have a bath episode every once in a while.
1: Or at least give the option for it. If the PCs don't do it, if they're so dead set on this fight or this course that they're on, that's on them. But you have to at least give them the chance to get out of it.
0: Yeah, like, you know, your party, for example. Maybe the next village you go to has a hot spring. Mm -hmm. It's there. And you guys can all go, you know what would be nice? Hot spring. Hot spring, you know. Or, Or you ignore it and you continue sulking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the DM has given it to you, and maybe that gives it, it lightens the burden on your shoulders a little bit. So, yes,
1: yes, but it is definitely a, a group effort to get out of it. I agree with that. Um, yeah. and I think that just maybe some honest communication, like you know, just saying, Hey, I'm not having a good time. What can we do about this?
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, you hear it a lot online, and that's no D is better than bad D, but it sh- doesn't mean you shouldn't put an effort to fix the D that you're not enjoying. Um, so I hope, dear listener, that you've uh, gained some insights that. You know, we've got bad sessions too. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. And the unicorns have legendary actions. Um mm, so
1: to heal. Oh, boy.
0: Um so I think 2020 is really getting to some people right now. It's important to uh, go on a walk, go outside, <laughs> have a good time. You know, um if you're learn to cut your own hair or uh whatever it is you need to do. Or don't cut it. Or don't cut it, go full man bun or regular bun, whatever you want to refer to that mm-hmm, as. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shave my head, so I don't had to deal and with
1: And I that. haven't cut mine in six months. So I think you should shave your head. Nope. Never again. It would look good on you. Never again. I don't
0: remember ever seeing that like that. So maybe That's when you didn't know younger. me when I was a kid. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Uh, as per usual, actually, I feel like we got close to solving some stuff. Especially at the end of um, the first
1: half. I think you're going to implement a new idea. Oh, yeah. The I did. Do There's down.
0: questions. Uh, Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Feel free to send us topics you want to hear about at at rwdpodcast.gmail.com. Last thoughts?
1: Feel good, man. As
0: always, we will see you next time.
1: Till then. Goodbye.